Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre. And today I'm excited to be joined by Julie from Soaring Heart Energies. Julie and I met in person at Arthur Finlay College in the summer at Spirit of Summer and had a lovely time together. And since then, in the way that you do, you connect online and you go, I didn't know you did all this cool stuff. How did this not come up in the lunchroom? And I wanted to get her on to chat about her work with healing. You will hear as soon as she opens her mouth, she's not from the UK. Hi, Julie. (laughs) Hi. (laughs) Thanks for having me on. (laughs) Thanks for coming. Could you just start by telling the listeners a little bit about what you do? Absolutely. Thank you. So I am a Karuna Reiki master teacher, a certified medical Reiki master, and a psychic medium. I have a studio in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Uh, I I teach, I do one-on-one healing sessions, of course, online and at a distance as well as in person. And I, um, excuse me, also work in the hospital. Yeah, 
you've got a lot going on. And where do I want to start with this? (laughs) Okay, so for anybody that's listening that has no idea for a start what Reiki is, can you just explain what Reiki is overall? Yeah, sure. So you can think of it like acupuncture without the needles. Um, You've heard of your aura and your chakras. Turns out those are real <laughs> and, they're, and they're really important. It's actually uh, the first layer of our immune system. It's how our uh, energy interacts with the world around us. And, you know, we all have this full spectrum of emotions. It's just part of being human. And first and foremost, our emotions are neurochemical reactions and they actually vibrate at different frequencies. And neurobiologists call it the negativity bias. It's this idea that these lower frequency emotions, shame, hate, rage, guilt, self-criticism, jealousy, greed, right? All the yucky feeling things stick to us energetically like Velcro. Whereas the higher frequency emotions, joy, love, empathy, tend to just slide out of our awareness like Teflon. Mm. And so I, equate it to like energetic hair in the drain. It keeps our bodies from functioning optimally. It keeps us from living our most joyful lives. And when we receive a Reiki session, um, this higher frequency energy, it's like pouring hot water over ice cubes, energetically speaking. We're literally inviting those knots, those wounds, those tangles to flush out of our system. And then it's a little bit like plugging into a, a, a power outlet and filling back up with higher frequency energy. And I appreciate all of that sounds a little bit out there and a little bit woo, but it feels amazing. This stuff is real and we can measure it. There's all sorts of empirical data um, on how it actually, our bodies physiologically respond to Reiki energy, which I think is fascinating. Yeah, I love it. Viva the the investigations that are all coming and all of this stuff where everyone's going, oh, hmm, hang on a minute. And we said, well, we knew, we knew. So you do types of reiki that i because everyone who listens to this knows i teach reiki i do reiki but you do reiki that i've never even heard of so first of all i just asked you beforehand but i would like you to tell everyone karuna karuna Karuna. it it means compassion so all of the classes that i teach are through the icrt the international center for reiki training uh, framework. And so there's a Reiki one, two, uh, and then six months later, a, a Reiki master teacher, and then six months later, a Karuna. All in total, it's about 13 symbols that you uh, become attuned to and you're able to use in healing yourself and others. It's fascinating. And I think I want to learn all the Reiki, all the Reiki. I, I think there's so many lineages and frameworks and they all have value and they're all amazing and gorgeous. And I, I just want to keep um, bringing in all of the tools into my little healing toolbox that I can possibly manage. So amazing, they're all fantastic. Yeah, it, and it is like that. It's addictive because you yeah. <laughs> you realize how good it is, how amazing it is to to receive yes. and give. It's a it's yeah. a lovely experience, and then you want more, more, and more, yeah. and it's fun. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's not was... an addiction; it's passion. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't got problems. No, I can um, stop anytime. Medical Reiki. Talk to us about medical Reiki. Yeah, so that's really fascinating stuff. Um, It'll give me goosebumps to tell the story. But there's this amazing woman named Raven Keys who wrote this book, Medical Reiki. Um, And she was on the ground after 9-11 in Manhattan, giving Reiki to all the first responders for eight months after the the terrorist attack. Um, Talk about 
a group of people that was traumatized and needed energetic and emotional support. Um, and her journey landed her a few years later in the OR with Dr. Oz while he was doing open heart surgery on one of her clients. And she was able to administer Reiki during the surgery. And it's just built from there. Um, the book is fascinating and she offers a certification program um, for anyone who's already at the Reiki master level. And it's just a little bit magical. It, they've you know, done all these wonderful studies because um, of course in the, in the medical profession, it's got to be analytical, empirical, you know, significant data. And they've been able to prove that yes, Reiki really does help patients relax, especially in the, in the OR, you know, um, pre and post-op, of course, um, that it does improve the heart rate variability, that it does lower the blood pressure, that uh, patients who are receiving Reiki tend to need less pain medicine. You know, in a, in a world where we're so worried about opioid addictions, anything we can do to naturally reduce our pain is so valuable. Mm -hmm. um, one of the, the really magical aspects of Reiki is that it um, allows your parasympathetic nervous system to work its magic. Um, so it's this wonderful combination of your, all of your body's natural healing abilities being given this blissful moment to work as well as this higher frequency energy. So it's just a really powerful one-two combo for people. And in the OR, not only is it supporting, you know, the recipient, it's supporting the medical staff. Has there been a time in recent history when our medical staff, our brilliant surgeons and nurses needed some energetic and emotional support, um, as well as the families who are in the room pre-op and post-op, because of course they're nervous. You know, it's just everybody benefits from it. I like to imagine that someday it will just be an assumed part of it that will, of course, will have a medical Reiki master in, in the OR. <laughs> yeah. I'd be no good because I faint at the sight of blood, but other ones are more than welcome. <laughs> so <laughs> that would be someone would have to give me the Reiki. It would just ruin yeah. it. <laughs> Well, you know how it is. You give it as you get it. So yeah. Okay. Stay with us. Stay with us. She's going again. Yeah. You get it as you give it. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, so let go. Oh, blimey. Where do I want to start with this? So you offer medical Reiki because you go into hospitals and you work. And how is that received? Are people open to it? How did you get into that? I've got so many questions. Where do I begin? Tell me everything. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, we're going to need more time. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, for me, what really got me into it was, of course, personal experience with it. So um, I have two sons, and as teenagers do, my older one, several years ago, needed his wisdom teeth out. He had mm -hmm. all four out at once, and it was a, a pretty traumatic experience, honestly. He got four dry sockets. It got infected. He swelled up like a watermelon. The pictures are horrendous. And at that time... I was not Reiki attuned. I hadn't gone through my training yet. Mm -hmm. Fast forward several years later when my younger son needed the exact same procedure with the exact same doctor in the exact same building. I mean, 100%, you know, same genetics, right? Mm -hmm. And this time I was able to be in the, the surgical suite with him administering Reiki throughout the procedure. The difference could not have been more stark. He had no swelling. He took no pain medicine other than, I think, a few Tylenol. He was rock climbing three days later and eating almonds within the week. Yeah. The only significant difference was the administration of Reiki during the procedure. 
So then I went searching. I thought, oh, there's something here. Surely I'm not the only one who's noticed. <laughs> and that's when I found, you know, Raven Keys and all of that. And I will say it's been fascinating. So I, I've been able to work in two different capacities in, in clinical settings. Um, first off, um, because I'm involved with a wonderful organization called Life Spark Cancer Resources, we are able to, um, as volunteers, administer Reiki in the hospital in the, the chemotherapy infusion center. Mm-hmm. So as people are sitting in the chair for hours and hours and hours, we're able to administer Reiki at that time. And you know, people tend to relax and many of course fall asleep and it helps offset some of those side effects, the nausea and, and those sorts of things. And people are just so grateful you know, I, I, people call me their angel all the time, which is lovely, mm-hmm. you know, because here they are just stuck and they're focused on their illness and they're surrounded by ill people. And then someone comes in and reminds them of their their um, higher self, their inner light and sees them in a, in a healing capacity. And it really is very powerful. And secondly, um, because of COVID, I can't say I've been in the OR yet, but mm-hmm. I've been able to administer Reiki pre-op, post-op, and then during the surgery, from the waiting room and certainly we can talk about distance reiki and and how that works Mm -hmm. Um, but it's been nothing short of phenomenal so i will say acceptance of it is still growing Um, there are over 800 medical facilities in the states that are incorporating reiki into their integrative medicine programs so you know the mayo clinic sloan kettering md anderson johns hopkins harvard duke yale the big ones Mm -hmm. it is growing it is coming so um, I think certainly all of this wonderful empirical data helps to build confidence um, for the, the medical staff so that they will allow you and they trust that you're not going <laughs> to yeah. mess it up, right? I mean, this is a you know such a precise environment as it should be. Um, but there's this wonderful book, Reiki and Clinical Practice by Anne Baldwin. Oh, yeah. And it details all of these incredible studies um, about all of those, you know, um, benefits of, of Reiki that I mentioned earlier. So it's just fascinating stuff. And why shouldn't we use every tool available to us? Eastern, Western, ancient, modern. Yes, please use it all. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not taking anything away from the brilliance and the miracles of modern medicine. I'm just saying, you know, let's support that. Let's complement that. Let's work together and use every aspect because there's so much more to healing than just the physical. Absolutely. In we fact, need to come was, at it, mind, body, spirit. Yeah, Sandra. absolutely. I was going to say, I think the the physical is always a direct response to emotional, yes. mental, and everything that's going on in that remit anyway. So do you find, so is it the, the patients that invite you in? Yes. That, right, so a patient will say, I feel like I want this support. Have you had resistance from medical practitioners? Do they come in and go, hmm? Hmm. or are they all very polite <laughs> so far they've all been very polite um, especially especially the nurses in the in the oncology center they're kind of fascinated and they're like hey can i get some next <laughs> i could yeah. really use a little jolt you know a little boost um they're mostly fascinated some of them are very interested so um through life spark one of the programs we're doing is we're actually teaching Reiki to some of the oncology nurses at Anschutz um, Cancer Center up in Denver for their own self-care. Now, of course, that does tend to then flow into their their patient care as well. Um, But mostly they're fascinated. Uh, Every now and then they're a little skeptical, but then when, when I walk away, I hear them say to someone, 
was it? Did you, did you feel anything? And someone starts crying and says, I'm so grateful you allowed them to be here with me. And then, oh, okay. So then, you know, it's just sort of builds their confidence, but I, I do hear them check in uh, frequently as I, as I walk away, what was that? How did it feel? And then, you know, and then one of my interested. friends, her, her mum's a healer. And um, when she went for her, I think it was hip, it might've been knee replacement. And the, the doctor was politely, you carry on with your thing. I'm going to do my medical thing. What do you do for a living? Oh, you're a what? Okay. And <laughs> I think it, just from her experience of treating herself and obviously being in a high vibrational state pre-op generally, because she does healing work, she teaches healing, she is a healer. He said he had never seen anyone with a recovery like it. He could not... Yeah. He could not, it was miraculous to him. So right. he went on this journey just from being around her. Um, yeah. And isn't that funny that, and they've got quite a fun interaction. They are still in touch, I believe, because mm -hmm. it just blew his mind a little bit. Yeah. And I love it. Magic. I love it. Yeah. I love it when people come into my studio and they're skeptical. Every now and then I'll have someone like, oh, my wife made me come. Why am I here? Kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And they're the ones who are utterly astounded at the end of a session and, and frequently will have an emotional release yeah. because so often I think we're searching for this idea of something more, of being connected to something bigger than ourselves. And so when we can feel it, for me, that's it. I had to feel it. I came to Reiki skeptical too. I didn't want to just believe it because someone else experienced it, but the physical sensations of it are can sometimes be astounding, you know, the tingling, the heaviness, the floatiness, the wavy pressure, the um, dreamy, you know, shavasana state. It um, can be a little bit shocking for people who come in very skeptical. I always tell everyone, be skeptical, but receptive. It might just blow your mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I, I agree. A bit of healthy skepticism is great. I always Absolutely. say this when I'm demonstrating. I don't expect everyone to who arrives to be a believer. Be courteous. That would be nice. But but um, that's always the funnest part of the journey. When I think of the first reading that I ever had where I was like, yeah, right. And then just ended up my mouth hanging open and my entire future <laughs> changed, my entire life changed. Yeah, it, it's a, uh, it's miraculous. Absolutely. So how did you come to Reiki? Oh, that's a good question. So I think as with most healers, I came to it for myself because I needed the healing. Um, for me, it was a perfect storm of corporate burnout. I'd been an IT project manager for a decade and was commuting between Colorado and Manhattan um, and traveling all over the world. And, um, you know, that had its, its ups and downs. But for the most part, at the end, I was, I was pretty frayed. <laughs> yeah. you know, on the edges. And, um, and in that same moment, my uh, a dear friend of mine since college uh, was in a terrible car accident and her eight-year-old son was killed. And walking through that grief journey with her, not knowing I was an empath, and we can talk more about that, um, was um, exhausting. Mm -hmm. And in the same moment, uh, the universe put me into a wheelchair. So I needed uh, major surgery on both hips and I'd been dealing with pain. And, you know, as a result of all three of these things, mm -hmm. I developed an autoimmune disorder. I was um, dealing with insomnia. I uh, developed eczema. I, you name it, my body was screaming at me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're apathetic, you're depressed, you're, you know, why am I 
dealing with all of this, right? Um, you take that to a general practitioner and she wanted to give me an antidepressant. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Sometimes we need that. Mm-hmm. But for me, I felt like it was a Band-Aid. And I didn't want to just keep in, keep slapping Band-Aids on the symptoms. I wanted to cure the underlying discontent, mm-hmm. um, the underlying sadness, disappointment in life. You know, I mean, it just, it was a lot. And so thank goodness I found Reiki. And I never thought I would treat anybody. It was just for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I n- certainly never thought I'd be teaching or open a studio. Joke's on me. Because <laughs> here I am a few years later. And I mean, it's just, it's completely shifted my life. And I'm so grateful. It's its brought life back to my life. Yeah, same. I, I mean, I, I went to, actually, I did it for um, Better Connection to Spirit was my Reiki one. I That's just, a good reason to do it. Yeah, I just thought, okay, I'll take the upgrade. <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you very much. And then yeah. fell, in, fell in love with it. Didn't expect it, like you say, to be so tangible, touchable, feelable. Um, I thought it was all going to be, I'm not a very woolly woo-woo kind of girl. Yeah, and I, I thought practical. it was all going to be a bit kind of... Mm, yeah, thanks for that. Lovely. Yeah. I'm just mind blown. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah. they get you however they need to get you. And yours sounds Absolutely. like quite a journey. So, yes. and I, go on. Okay. Well, I was just, and it was probably exactly what you're about to ask me. But um, I will say, come, building on what you said, um, I didn't grow up as a psychic medium. I didn't have any of those fabulous experiences that, you know, you hear all these wonderful mediums saying, oh, I had imaginary friends. I saw faces in the walls at night. Zero, zippo, zilch. I didn't have any of that. Um, Now, 20 years ago when my grandfather passed, I got fascinated. I read all the books, um, watched all the John Edward crossing over shows, read all the Tony Stockwell, all the James Van Prague, all the John Holland, the Sylvia Brown. I was fascinated that there were these wonderful magical people out there that somehow they had something I didn't have and they could connect. But you know what? I can't do calculus. I'm not a psychic medium, but I sure do enjoy reading about these wonderful people who can do it. Mm -hmm. And I left it at that. And then I went off and raised my children and ran a business and just assumed it was something I couldn't do. And then six weeks after my masterclass, jokes on me again, I'm, I'm in the middle of a Reiki session and suddenly I'm just aware of my clients mother in spirit who i didn't know in life didn't know a thing about her but suddenly i knew her name started with a p and had two syllables that she loved houseplants and that she'd given her daughter a a necklace for her 16th birthday and of course my human is screaming not only am i excited like oh my gosh maybe i can do this wow or maybe i'm making this all up and i've lost the plot and i'm just going to hurt my friend's feelings by even asking if i'm right do you know i'm sitting here having this internal struggle like we all do but then her mother immersed me in the most incredible feeling of pure unconditional motherly love and i just started crying and i thought man if my friend opens her eyes she's gonna think i've lost it she's gonna (laughs) really wonder what i'm smoking and I live in Colorado. It's a legitimate concern, right? It's not my thing, but <laughs> but it was that feeling again, just like with the Reiki, that feeling of, you know, that when you've been pregnant forever and you've been in labor forever and they finally hand you that beautiful baby and your chest explodes out of your, I mean, your heart explodes out of your chest. That's the feeling she gave me. And I 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I thought, okay, I have to honor that. And it gave me the courage to mention it. So we got all through the Reiki session and I said, I know this sounds crazy, but did your mother's name start with P, blah, blah, blah. And she just started sobbing. Her mother's name was Pauline. And she had a room in her house dedicated to houseplants. And my friend was wearing the necklace that her mother had given her for her birthday. It was just, so then I was on the hook. I've been in every class, every workshop, every practice circle since. Because yeah. God, what greater healing can there possibly be than knowing that our loved ones that we think are lost to us are not lost to us. And frankly, I'm no longer afraid to die. I mean, it's just the implications of all of this work are so huge. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love it. And of course, from a mother's point of view, what mother wouldn't be present for their child's healing? What mother would in the spirit world would ever go, you crack on with that? Of course, they're going to be there. Of course, they're going to be part of it. It's just so wonderful, isn't it? It It's so lovely. So. Going back a little bit um, mm-hmm. to, to obviously you te- you told us you're, you're having all these health problems. You're you go find yourself a Reiki healer, mm-hmm. and what happens next? Tell us that bit. <laughs> yeah, sure. So I just I was just a, a client, a recipient for oh a year or so, because again it was one of you know Reiki has a lovely way of healing things that we didn't even know needed healing. Mm-hmm. And so again, just as I thought, well, well, I'm not a psychic medium. I thought, well, I'm not a healer. Who am I to channel universal life force, chi, prana, you know, for people? Um, I'll just, I'll just take it. Thank you very much. But then it occurred to me, wait a minute, I really need to know more because I found myself making healthier choices across the board. You know, Reiki has this wonderful way of planting little positive seeds Mm. that help us make healthier choices. And suddenly I wasn't self-medicating like most of us do with alcohol. Mm -hmm. And suddenly I was exercising again. And my um, depression and grief had become manageable and there was a grace in it, do you know? And Mm -hmm. so I needed to learn more. And that's when I got fascinated. And um, it was after the master class as well that suddenly I was walking around with my hands and feet tingling. throughout the day as those chakras were opening up and the energy was flowing. And um, so, yeah, I took all the classes. And then um, as you know, you're in the, all these practice readings with these fabulous people all over the world. And they're saying, um, you know, you're supposed to be teaching. Why aren't you teaching? And it took about, oh, 20 people who didn't yeah. know me at all to reassure me that yes, I should be teaching. 
before I put together my first Reiki class. And I love it so much. I'm building this incredible community of students and, and some of them are opening up intuitively. It's actually pretty common through the Reiki practice. So I'm actually gonna teach it with that intention um, coming up next summer with Anne Teato in Vancouver. Yes, um, we're, we're, about this. Yeah, we're doing a fun workshop called Tuning Into Intuition. And the idea is doing the Reiki certification, not just for self-healing and healing others, but with the focus, with the intention that it does help um, open up uh, that energy flow to the third eye, to all of the clairs, you know, to help people who maybe are already doing intuitive development. And like you said, want to level up and, and boost their capacity in that way. So yeah, please join us in Canada. And <laughs> Anne's amazing. Year. So you will just have the best time as well, won't you? Oh, she's awesome. So good. She teaches the most amazing, like elemental divination and scrying. Yeah, yeah and she's magic. Stones and yeah. 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 So that just sounds absolutely incredible. So Two things you said we need to go back to, and I want to do it because I don't want the listeners to be like, Hannah, you went down a rabbit hole. You never went back to those things. <laughs> Sorry. Number one, distant healing. Talk to us about Oh, oh gosh. You know, I think time and space are, are human constructs. I really do. And it can be a bit of a mental hurdle. But I will say, again, through LifeSpark, um, and anyone with a cancer diagnosis can sign up for free Reiki and healing touch sessions anywhere in the world. Um, the website is lifesparknow.org. Um, but I will say that, of course, throughout COVID, all of our sessions had to be conducted remotely. Mm -hmm. And so I think especially when people receive a medical diagnosis of that gravity, suddenly they're open to trying new things, yeah. <laughs> anything that will help, right? Mm -hmm. And of course, during COVID, it was like, well, everything's online. I guess that works online too. Now, of course, we all knew it worked from a distance. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, suddenly just people coming to it with no Reiki or healing touch experience whatsoever said, ah, oh, shoot, I'll give it a try, whatever works. And it worked and it worked and it worked. And um, I had several participants who then became um, students later on because they were so fascinated. And now they're becoming, you know, LifeSpark providers themselves because they want to give back because they amazing. felt how much it helped them. And I do have a really, um, some fun stories about distant healing. Um, sometimes the energy and the results are even more focused with a distant session because there's no human distraction. There's no worrying, oh, did I brush my teeth? Did I remember deodorant? Is the room the right temperature? You know, all that human static and clutter falls away and it's just a pure energetic connection. So sometimes I'll get more medical intuitive information in the distant session um, than, I, than I would even if someone's on the table in front of me at the studio. Um, but this, and this is a fun intersection of, of the um, mediumship and the healing. So uh, about a year ago, I was swapping, you know, readings with a, a wonderful uh, medium. And she starts describing someone that sounds just like my beloved college professor and advisor, dear, dear, sweet man. And I didn't even know if he'd crossed over, if he'd transitioned yet. And so as she's talking and just bringing through all this evidence, and man, that sounds like Ed. And so I'm Googling it. And sure enough, he had crossed over two months before. Wow. And found me. And she starts saying, and I feel, you know, he's showing me that you've stepped into a, a healing role and you're struggling with this idea of distance healing. And I said, yeah, sure am, spot on. And she said, quick background here, he was the smartest man I ever knew. 
He had a degree in physics from Harvard. He had a degree in literature from Virginia. He wrote all the books for all of our courses. I mean, you know, this was a man that I respected, smartest man I ever knew. And she says, he says he's working with brilliant minds on the other side. Yeah, probably Einstein, because that was his caliber. And um, the, the, the science checks out. Quantum mechanics is amazing. Just trust it. How do you get a medium to say quantum mechanics? <laughs> I'm still in awe. It's ridiculous. It's beyond. So what is that? Firsthand, secondhand knowledge from the yeah. smartest scientist I knew who says quantum mechanics is amazing. Just trust it. I love it. Amazing. That's enough for me. <laughs> yeah, that'll do. And that'll, that'll do. Thanks. I, love it. I just love it so much. And that's so true because we're, people are willing to believe in an energy that can be channeled through somebody out of a chakra into their hand, into their energy body, into their chakras. But then they go, but you've got to be in person. And, no you sense. know, so we're, it's, we're, <laughs> we can be very limited as human beings, can't we? And, Absolutely. And I think that's the natural state. And the spirit world must be there face palming half the time going, for God's <laughs> sake, just get on with it. What are you doing? What are you doing? Now, the other right. thing I wanted to touch back on was you said you're a natural empath, which is a curse, I, <laughs> as well as a blessing. So uh, tell us about that journey for you. Yeah, so empaths, it's, it's so much more than just being able to feel other people's emotions. Um, it's a bit like being a psychic sponge. Um, we tend to absorb and give away energy subconsciously. It's, I think it's, it's lovely, the, the heart intention behind it. You know, it's like, when, when a toddler is first learning to walk and they fall down and, and scrape their hands and their knees, and we just instinctively, we pick them up and we just want to kiss the pain off of them. We want to absorb it off of them and then send them on their merry little adorable way. And, and we do that with people. Um, and so just some basic energy awareness. I, I call them the four pillars of energy management can really help people. And there's lots of wonderful books. Um, but first off, these four pillars. So grounding, shielding, clearing, and replenishing. Vital to anybody, really, whether or not you think you're an empath. Um, just And so much of it is just visualization. Just taking a moment to breathe and calm and ground to the earth. Surrounding yourself in a bubble of light. Um, for me, um, and depending on what your belief framework is, that's fine. But I call in Archangel Michael. I call him my... Um, badass bouncer angel. <laughs> I invite him to, to, you know, surround me in a force field of energy, only positive energy in or out, something like that, especially if I'm going to a concert or a crowded shop or flying on a plane, something like that. Um, and then clearing at the end of the day, um, I, I always do the Reiki symbols on the, the shower heads and set the intention that not only is it cleaning me physically, and yes, please, let's do plenty of that, <laughs> but then it's washing off everybody's energy that I may have mm -hmm. absorbed during the day and it's cutting ties and calling my energy back to me. And that just really helps. And then replenishing. So doing those things that light you up, that bring you peace. You know, if you feel, especially after being around certain people, that you need a moment, that you need to go off into a quiet, dark corner and read or take a bath or go for a hike or work in your garden, Whatever it is, mm -hmm. do it and do it guilt-free because it's not selfish, it's self-aware. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well yeah. said. Some great advice there for everybody. Oh, it's absolutely fascinating. So 
what advice would you give somebody that is because I think Reiki it calls you and you almost can't believe it when it calls you you go yeah I'm not sure I believe in this but (laughs) maybe and it keeps coming up and it comes into your awareness what advice Mm -hmm. would you give somebody that's on that sort of balancing act and considering booking good question so I would say shop around a bit and don't just think about it feel about it so you know say you've found two or three teachers maybe they're local to you maybe they're not the classes and the attunements work at a distance um and and take a moment breathe ground connect and just ask yourself your higher self your angels and guides the universe god whatever whoever whatever you call them and just ask them to to give you a little nudge in one direction or another and sometimes you'll just feel your heart kind of tug or, or light up a little, little bit towards you know one um, one um, version of Reiki or one particular uh, teacher. I do think that they they lead our students to us. Mm-hmm. I, I I hope so. I mean that's my that's my um, feeling about it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Half of it's learning to trust your feelings. We're so used to thinking our way through life, which is great. We should do that. And, not or, and let's also open our heart space. Let's tune in. You know, um, I teach a lot of my clients the sway test. You may do this. Um, it's basically turning your body into a pendulum. And it's, it's specifically, it's helpful with food, but I think it's helpful with any choices we're making, mm-hmm. where you take that moment, you breathe, you calm, you tune into your divine inner light. And then say you're holding a plate of food and you just ask, does this food serve my body? Do I... Does my body want me to eat this food? And if you find yourself leaning forward towards it, that's a yes. But if you find yourself leaning backward, that's a no, and you should honor it. And I think we should give our bodies, our higher selves, our souls, an opportunity to, to have a, a voice, a vote, an opinion in all, all of these choices we're making every day. Agreed completely. In fact, my poor audience last night got a lecture pretty similar to that. Nice. They just wanted to go home. And I was like, while I've got your rapt attention, this yeah. is how you need to be living your lives, guys. <laughs> I will Let set you free. You. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. Amazing. So incredible. And I completely agree with what you've said about, I think that the best mediums are the people that come at it from a healing perspective. They want yeah. to help. They want to make it a bit lighter for everybody. And I think the more that I have connected to spirit and experienced spirit, the more I want to live it's I'm not afraid to die like you say I'm not particularly forward to the actual moment of death depending on how it manifests (laughs) but um, I'm not afraid to die and because of that weirdly I'm not afraid to live now Mm -hmm. where I was very fear-based before so it is completely transformative and not all of it will arrive as thoughts sometimes it's just you, you change and you can't even believe how you've changed yeah I find myself frequently walking around grinning Yeah, and I'll catch myself grinning and it's not even that there was a thought behind the grinning. I'm just genuinely happy. I'm satisfied with my life. I'm in alignment. Like I've released the resistance and all the negative critical thoughts. That's tremendous. If If I never did anything else in my life and I just had found true satisfaction and inner peace and joy, it would have been worth all of the effort I've put into the whole endeavor. <laughs> Absolutely. Agreed. Absolutely. I think we all deserve to feel better and find joy. And, and for what... me, Reiki was the key. <laughs> it's magic. 
What would you say is the biggest barrier to people that want to be healed, that want to come for healing? And sometimes they're receiving healing because I'm sure your experience is the same. Of course, Reiki works across the board on everybody, but some people are more receptive to the energy than others. So what would you say is the biggest barrier? Mm, Good question. So like you said, some people are more receptive um, and they're more likely to trust it um, and sort of facilitate the healing process within themselves. Mm -hmm. However, I will say, I think we need to sort of decriminalize illness and pain. And let me explain that. I think some of our um, strongest healing opportunities come through our most challenging moments, of course. I think that's why we have them. Mm-hmm. So I, I believe that, you know, our, our humans are going to scream about this, but at a soul level, when we're planning our lives, um, sometimes someone in the soul group and the family needs to experience cancer. And I think a lot of us raise our hand and say, oh me, I don't want my child to experience that, mm-hmm. for instance. I'll take that on. Um, and not only will that serve my soul's growth and evolution, it will serve all those lovely people around me who are given the opportunity then to care for me. So I know our humans never want to be sick, never want to be in pain. Trust me, I'm right there with you. But on a soul level, I think we see the value in it. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So some of that is not meant to be healed instantly. I think there's a lot of peace and grace that can be felt and a pain relief with Reiki, but it won't necessarily cure someone's cancer. Sometimes it can be miraculous. Sometimes it just gives them a calm and a peace um, and an acceptance and, and a feeling of love and satisfaction. And gosh, that's that's worth something. If someone is, is meant to cross over, we can't prevent that, we can't change that, but we can help them do it surrounded in grace and love. And that's enough for me, I think. Agreed. Absolutely. My aunt had Reiki from another healer when when she was having chemotherapy and sadly she has moved to spirit. Mm-hmm. But I know that the healing and the process of going to see that healer was miraculous for her in feeling support and loved from the spirit world. So it opened that doorway for her a bit, but also for her husband who yes. remains here and misses her terribly. He it changed him. It opened him up to that other world. He was in the room with her when she was receiving it. She would experience it. He would experience it too. Mm-hmm. And from that, that's an amazing gift as well. So there's okay. so many benefits. Now, one last thing I want to ask you about. You do something that looks incredibly amazing. Soul Journey Sundays. Unfortunately, it's when I'm sleeping. Um, but tell, every- <laughs> tell everybody about that. Yeah, thank you. So it's this wonderful group of intuitive artists. Um, It's uh, anywhere between 20 and 30 mediums, shamans, healers, tarot readers, uh, spirit artists that are drawing portraits of spirit guides and loved ones. Um, It's just um, this wonderful smorgasbord of uh, intuitive gifts and and modalities. And so uh, internally, we call it a psych de soleil. (laughs) (laughs) it's just this incredibly fun event it's sort of our playground where if we're working on something new we can try it um all the ticketed participants are guaranteed two readings with two different intuitive artists and so we have people coming back month after month because they want to experience everybody's gifts and ways of working and um yeah it's just grown organically it was 
not my idea. It came from spirit. It was just something I needed to do. And of course, I've met all these wonderful art, uh, intuitive artists and, and mediums and psychics through all of my workshops and classes. And I said, mm -hmm. oh, come on, guys, I think we need to get together and offer something. And it started with six or seven of us. And now we have a pool of 45 readers, um, any of whom you know may work from month to month, depending on their schedules, of course. But we sell the tickets on Eventbrite. Um, it's it's forty dollars. It's you know we lead the whole group in a guided meditation, and for some people, that's the first time they've ever meditated. Mm -hmm. You know, for some of our participants, and it's just a uniquely fun and um, sometimes profoundly moving event. You know, some people come out of it just in tears, like they've never received a reading before you know, they've desperately been waiting to hear from their child and spirit, God forbid, or their parents, or, you know, they've, they've really been dealing with pain. And, and, you know, one of our healers is able to give them some relief. Mm -hmm. It's just one of those wonderful opportunities to, to play and celebrate spirit. You know, it's, even though it's sacred work, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't mean it can't be fun. You know, it's just a spirit party is how we look at it. And um, fingers crossed, I'll put out a little spoiler um, in January, we may have a very uh, significant celebrity guest joining us for Soul Journey Sundays. So yeah, um, you can follow us on Eventbrite at Soul Journey Sundays. We have a Facebook group, so you're sure to see the advertisements and the announcements and the, the new Eventbrite links as, as tickets become available. But of course, seating is limited so that we yeah. can guarantee everybody two readings. Um, and of course, you can also go to my website and, and get to the Eventbrite link there. Um, and my website is soaringheartenergies.com. Brilliant. I will also, of course, put your website in the show notes for anyone who hasn't got pen or paper on them right now. <laughs> Thank you so much, Julie, for taking the time to fill us up with so much love. I would, that's how I want to phrase it. Just really wonderful energy and hope. So thank, thank you. And uh, yeah, that was really great. I'm sure everyone will be checking you out and having a look at all your offerings. Thank you. I so appreciate it. I just love your work. You're doing so many wonderful things. It's just fun to watch you soar. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. 
As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.